0: There is a space where you are all you need, where you are all you want. All there is, is here. Welcome to the Source Connection, conversations about who we truly are, the possibilities of creation and the new earth we are birthing, with your hosts, Tara Long and Liz B.
1: everyone to the Source Connection today Um, with your hosts Tara
0: Long and Liz B. Here we are. Here we are. I guess now that we have our intro, we don't even need to introduce ourselves, right? That's right. right. Because now we fancy.
1: That's right. We're all fancy now with our... So we'll just jump right into where where we kind of always start in these episodes, which is a few moments of togetherness in some silence. So let's go ahead and wherever you are, relax as much as you can, sitting down or lying down for a moment, just taking a pause from your day, just for this moment. Take a few deep breaths. And just let out whatever you need to let out. Empty whatever you need to empty. In fact, let's just empty everything if you can. Just empty
0: everything. Oh, <sighs> Let's explore
1: a place where you don't want or need anything from anything. Not even from yourself. So you don't want or need anything from anything. There's nothing tugging at you. Nothing calling your name. Just the space of quiet and empty. Let's spend a few moments just feeling that clear emptiness together. And this is a great practice to do for longer periods of time on your own. Really starting your meditation with not needing or wanting anything. And that is such a beautiful space to then sense when you don't want or need anything, to sense what is is there left when you don't want or need anything, what remains? What remains? You don't have to put it into any words at all. And a hint, it's really, really full and beautiful. And There's so many different words we
0: could use to describe it.
1: But it's you, the source connection. Mm. So when you're ready, you can shake it out, shake it up.
0: <laughs> I don't want to shake it, anything.
1: <laughs> I don't need or
0: want any kind of shaking going on. Mm, I was having a hard time letting the sun go out of my my space, that uh, this empty space. And I was like, no, but the sun can stay, just, just <laughs> I was needing the sun. <laughs> I was wanting. It's different.
1: Yeah. I didn't need
0: it. I was yeah. wanting.
1: You wanted it. You were enjoying its presence in your... I see the sun reflecting on your beautiful yellow flowers there.
0: Yeah. It was just, I was like, I've I been mean, feeling so complete by just laying on the grass and really being with the sun lately that... Mm. I was just, I guess, transported to that space where it feels very, very full. Yeah. And just very complete. Mm.
1: Yeah. There really isn't anything quite like being connected to the earth in that way. I mean, we always are, Mm. right? But just laying on it, sitting on it, grounding. And then the sun. Oh, my gosh. What a gift. Yeah. Just the sun. To have it on your face. And it's such a shame there's so much story around how harmful the sun is, right? That we've been conditioned to believe. Like, don't get on this. Oh, you better put your sunscreen on right away. And then you're just slapping yourself with all these chemicals that blocks the yeah. Yeah. So get out in that sun, folks, if you feel (laughs) too. (laughs) <laughs> and letting the sun in your eyes something to do with the mitochondria and how it just like feeds you it just like feeds your body just mm-hmm. not you know as much as you can look in the area of the sun
0: in the morning oh yeah amazing leave the leave the sunglasses at home mm-hmm. yeah also something about the vitamin d and how it's processed <laughs> Is from, yeah in the eyes the <laughs> eyes and also
1: on your stomach that's where you get the most vitamin d absorption besides the eyes is your is your stomach the the certain Ooh. kind of fibers in your stomach
0: yeah i didn't know that i like wearing like high-waisted bikinis i may have to rethink that <laughs> just <pull> it <laughs> a little bit <laughs> and it's funny because now there's like this line you know Oh yeah. Interesting line. That new, that, that new trend of the high-waisted
1: kind of came back and <laughs> oh so funny.
0: Mm. <sighs> so, yeah. It's always, you know, we do this and I'm always brought back to the space where because the silence feels so good and how much we are communicating with our words Mm -hmm. and we join in the space to talk about, you know, the possibilities of creation and things that we are paying attention to observing, um, observing, experiencing and all that. And as much as we want to conceptualize all of that, again, when you touch into this, Place within yourself, it's so complete. Yeah.
1: That such that no words are needed or they don't even want to come out.
0: It, yeah.
1: It's just like this mm, complete, yeah, this completeness, a wholeness. It's a wholeness. And the words are used because that's what we've got or that's what we know we actually have a lot more than that we, we just haven't done. been uh you know taught or trained or taken the time to yeah sit in that silence
0: yet every time we sit here and we take this time to just really drop in it really it's An allowance, right? Like we allow for this to be felt and experienced and all that. And I know that there's much more happening beyond the words that we speak and the things that we share. So I'm grateful that we've been creating the space to just come in and also invite others to join Mm -hmm. and to really feel within themselves all that they are. It always it
1: just always comes back to that simplicity of this space. And it will tell you everything you need or want to know about yourself and the world.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's that It's that powerful. With that that we were saying about, you know, the space and the simplicity of this space, I wonder if folks listening at times think that we are simplifying too much. There's so much going on in the world. And I think that more than ever, the folks who have had the chance to awaken to a greater sense of themselves have really been noticing all the shenanigans happening around us on so many different levels and in yeah. and, and, and depth. I, I thought I knew about stuff and then I come to find out that there's a new depth, a new layer to understand about that process and all of that. Um, and I wonder if, I guess, I don't know if it's a question, but what does this look like in our day to day lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is this embodiment of this knowing in this feeling, in this inner presence? um what does that look like yeah
1: yeah that's a great curiosity um one that I pondered you know a lot in my life just this this okay if I'm in this stillness right in this space of who I truly am and all of that then where does the action inspired action come like are they are they different is it separate Is the doing and the being somehow separate? Mm. And the answer is no, ultimately. It might look or appear different. I mean, this is my experience. I'm speaking from my experience. It might appear to be different, but there's different levels too, you know, of being in that flow from from this place because we're coming from this place instead of trying to get somewhere. Right, I think that's kind of a big that's a major difference for people. If they have a goal in mind, I'm trying to get over here. I'm trying to get this result. Mm. So then these things, these steps I'm going to take because past people have taken these steps, etc., versus where am I coming from in myself? Is it the mind? Is it just this like wanting to know and understand and figure out which is nothing wrong with that space? Um, but is it rooted in your source connection, or is it rooted in just what the mind wants to know or do or see or experience? So, yeah, what does it look like? I mean, I have a lot of, I did a little exercise on that the other day, and a lot of things came up, um, but I want to hear from you, and then I can go into that.
0: To me, the practical side of it translates into when I'm able to just claim that space at whatever moment that that is, that I just, even if it's a stop for a minute and just really check in, does this feel aligned at the moment? Do I really want to do this? Am I expecting myself to do this? Are others expecting me to do this? What is it really that's motivating the action, the doing, the... um? the stopping whatever it is Mm -hmm. and you know we hear like something simple like well take a like stop and take a few deep breaths and all of that and sometimes that's literally all it takes yeah for you to just check in now then to translate that into something it's a different level because we may still be Attached to certain outcomes or perceptions or ideas about who others think we are. And so I think it's to me lately, it's like, does this feel like a hell yes? If not, it's a hell no type of feeling for me where. There's something that ignites and sparks versus, you know, pulls me back so I can, and then I already kind of have an idea about what's really going on inside. And a lot of times because of the expectations, I think the mind will come and try to, you know, kind of derail certain things or propose different ideas and all of that. And again, There is a practical life that's being lived, and there are things that need to get done sometimes that, you know, I'm like, well, I don't really want to cook tonight, but if I don't, then my family won't have dinner, and so therefore I will cook, and then I'll find myself contemplating that space, for example, and then it requires of me a different relationship with the doing, yeah? Because I could find myself in resentment of that doing or in deep gratitude for the opportunity to do that. And, oh, well, I have time to listen to something or Mm -hmm. create something beautiful with the food, whatever that is. But I do find that when you are in that frequency, you don't really do a lot of things that you don't want to do. That's right.
1: (laughs) It just happens that way. It just naturally
0: happens that way. And even the things that you know you say I have to do, it just flows more effortlessly and yeah, there's not a lot of resistance.
1: Right. Yeah, at that at the for me, the highest expression of being source in this physical form is not really feeling myself as a individual person or being where I'm doing these things you know it's like a not even sensing having that sense but just like I'm just like the plant that's growing without thinking about it Mm. I'm just moving along in the world that's happening and I'm witnessing it you know that's kind of like and it's light so some some things I wrote down that came from So I wrote, well, maybe I'll, I don't want to just read all my stuff here, but they're pretty short. Please.
0: So this source,
1: this source connection, right? Formless forever, I called it. Um, It goes on and on without end. It never needs or wants anything. It just is. It doesn't ask your name or occupation or when or how or who. It expands with endless awe, never minding what something is called or what it's doing. Its capacity of love knows no bounds, no walls or containers define it, no place it is or isn't, formless and forever. And so then, after, you know, that was quick, after I wrote that, I'm like, and from this place, what comes? Humility, confidence, the same thing. (laughs) Brightness, lightness, creation. Dreaming, natural service, boundless and endless love, yeah. right action, true integrity, alignment, freshness of ideas and creations, timelessness, freedom, formlessness. That may not sound super practical for <laughs> <laughs> All of that. That's what it is, guys. That's it. <laughs>
0: All right. Thanks for right. joining us. You got to wrap it up. Practice. We'll be back next week. Yeah. We'll be taking. Yep. We'll take your questions. Um, we'll take your questions. <laughs> By the way, do submit questions. Yes. That. It can be yes. personal questions. Yes. Um, almost like um a- an episode where your favorite hosts answer your questions. That's How right. fun would that be, right? We would, oh, I would love to. I know we would love
1: to. That's, yeah. I mean, as a coach, that's one of my favorite things, right? Is to engage yeah. and interact with Yeah. people, with other, other myself, other selves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you were speaking about, you touched on the word freedom. Freedom has been. <sighs> I feel my, like, if I could choose words that have been very symbolic to me and very potent, I think freedom would be on the top five. Because to me, it's almost like if I have no freedom, I have no life. I'm a slave. Yes. I'm a slave to someone else's idea of who I am. And. part of me when you said all right you know it it there it is and it's like almost like easier said than done it gets me thinking about our trauma loop that we've all been exposed to in society and how we've been conditioned and how resilient we are really to continuously go through trauma loops. Um, and it's starting a, moment, at a by the way,
1: that we don't really, people don't really recognize or know is the trauma loop. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to.
0: No, yeah. And that, but the beauty of just the resilience that we continue to survive through it. and also that there is so much conditioning that comes from that that to even imagine a life of all that beauty and all that openness seems like wait what are you talking about yeah. how actually, how is that possible
1: yeah how is it possible and if it is it's scary to a lot of folks right cuz it's not something that is that that we feel is almost conditioned out of us to feel like we even would deserve that amount Mm. or level of freedom and openness and you mean I can just do whatever feels right and good to me and I don't have to do what I think I have to do to survive Mm. just that level of like no you actually can you know because people can't quite conceive of it completely fully then that's seems to be a little bit of the the boundary but we're we're waking up to that now we are yes seeing that now but
0: we're seeing through the standards that we've bought into or the ideas of how things should be or could be or will be yeah versus what is it that really just feels right and if it feels good. And I think that it almost could sound like an affront to somebody to suggest that one is allowed to really follow their bliss. And now we're having to re- like disassociate ourselves from ways of thinking and being and dependency on systems that have continuously failed us in so many ways and learning how to restructure our lives. um, You know, kind of coexisting.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a complete and total paradigm shift. Yeah. It's not a small thing. (laughs) It's not like, Oh, right. I mean, we can take small steps. It's not as though we have to, suddenly be living off the grid tomorrow and <laughs> growing our own food and you know that can be very overwhelming even for me to think about um I know we've talked about that too like all well, the things you know and then reminding ourselves okay we're in community and everyone will have the thing they do and they're good at and will yes. share and it's togetherness it's, that's part of this not a dependency on a system that has never worked ever For anybody, I mean, for a little bit, for some people, Um, but, and not even a dependency on each other, but it's just this natural thing that happens when you become self-sovereign that then this generosity of spirit and love and Mm. wanting to give and share and be in it, do it together rather than, oh, mind me, I got to like protect Mm -hmm. what I have, right? Otherwise I'm going to lose it. going to lose it and that's what the conditioning is so strongly like lack i'm going to lose it they're going to take it
0: scarcity and yeah
1: scarcity yeah yeah take the baby steps and
0: and even when the thought of depending less and you know i imagine like community out of the city nature is right there, just a communion with nature on a day-to-day life, being nature, ourselves, but bringing that forth in a very, you know, vibrant expression day-to-day and all of that. Um, There's nothing more exciting than that Mm. to think about to me. Yeah. (laughs) really, (laughs) Because everything else that all the promises um, and all the ideas about how life should be and could be, it, it, like, every one of them, it's just like, you know, another one bites the dust. Like, you yeah. start to, like, just, it's like, there's no consistency. There's no real mm-hmm. value to them. Yeah. Unless. Yeah is met in that space of just this deep mm-hmm. gratifying abundance and sharing and all of that, because there's nothing but that yes. it's the reconnecting with the abundance of nature. Yeah? yeah. I keep thinking about every time I fly and I see there's so much land, just mm-hmm. land and land and land so and land and land. And I keep thinking about, you know, the narrative of where there's so many people and we're overpopulated and there's no resources. Yeah.
1: Mm-mm.
0: And it's, you know, that enough sovereignty to really distinguish what really is and what's being pushed as an idea or a thought to then control you in a certain way. Sure. And I think that, I don't know, it still surprises me how many people are deeply controlled by the programming. And last year, I think that it was, and it continues to be a great opportunity to witness that.
1: Mm. Yeah. This last year has been such a new level, as you were saying in the beginning of awakening on how deeply we are even those of us who have known for a long time the nature of the system, right? You know it, you know it, but it's still like, oh, okay, well, I know it. I don't really want to go too but that was me for many years now. I know, I know that on some level, but I'm, yet I'm still plugged into it, you know? And we all are to some extent. If you live on this planet, you're plugged into it to some extent, right? Yeah. You're doing something that's causing harm to something or someone or whatever and I I don't mean to say that in a judgmental way it's just the way of it so but yeah to see that and then start taking those baby steps to reclaim yourself and your power and where can I even the very practical things of where am I shopping and you know can I I I was at um, a a store the other day and I saw some organic seeds and I don't have anywhere at the moment to grow them but I just picked them up because it felt good I was like yeah Lettuce and I got some carrots, and I, you know it's just yeah, like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I, then we went to the farmers market on Saturday, and I saw all these microgreens this woman had, and I'm like, I could grow microgreens in my kitchen, you know, yes. like that's or on the balcony or whatever. You, you know, we don't have to up. all like flee the cities and go live in the on the we can if we want to, but a lot of people do want to be in the city or they feel that's their place right now or whatever. And yeah. There's all these things we can do to start unplugging little by little, and um, so that so that when things may go down and and we don't we can't actually we don't actually have access to those resources anymore that we've been dependent on then
0: right you know and also I like to remind ourselves that because we are so resilient and adaptogenic that. No matter what comes our way, we will find always find ways to survive because that's our innate yes. calling. Yeah, yes. and when I say survive, it may sound like I want to say it in a way that it captures all of this, but we're always surviving because there is something that it's not of this space that we are that and so i guess my point of relief is that while we were here we'll always find ways to navigate whatever is presented and the more sourced we are i think the easiest to do that. Yeah. And everything has been so mechanical for a long time, even our ways of being. And I think I've spoken of this before. I do really feel that we're we'll reconnecting to magic. So it does not need to be linear or. Um, thought out in a certain way for it to happen or to materialize because there's something greater that's trying to emerge, that is emerging from all of this. And I do see some pretty amazing things happening (laughs) and continue to unfold. And I'm I'm excited to continue to witness all of that.
1: Yeah, and to just like you said, there's absolutely nothing to worry about. There's absolutely nothing to fear in this space. Yes, we may go through some wild stuff, <laughs> but there is nothing to fear because we know what we are, we know, and we have the access and the allowance to connect to that. And that is that is the abundance, that is the currency, that is Everything we need and everything we want is right here. Just like we say in our (laughs) beginning, right? That's it. Yeah. So as long as we're here on this planet and when we don't need to be anymore, we won't be. And that's a whole nother conversation we've talked about of, you know, the whole fearing death and not fearing death and all of that. Um, Yeah, there's nothing to worry about.
0: I think that's the ultimate line to cross in terms of freedom is that really just that inner knowing and feeling that there's nothing really to fear but fear itself. Mm -hmm. I keep touching back on that because the minute that one recognizes itself, his self, herself Mm -hmm. as this infinite production, let's say, there's no death.
1: No death. Nothing can touch you.
0: Nothing. And it's amazing to see a whole new experience start to materialize and be created around the ones with that tuned into that frequency. And if anything, last year helped me refine my own understandings of the society that we navigate. You know, I used to feel very hmm, apathetic in a way of you know when I thought about certain dualities, and it was just like, well, you know this is this is all just one thing, and last year, I was able to understand that unless I claimed my own sovereignty and unless i really pronounce myself and my lack of consent i would still be participating on things i had to be it that had to be clear for me personally because i thought well you know as long as i am doing x y and z or being x y and z but once i understood the deceiving ways that systems were created and, and you know, and things that I would have never thought about, it became clear to me because of the play with words and the, you know, the use of mind control and other things that I needed to not only state for myself what was true for me, but also the things that do not align with me. And it becomes clearer and clearer because it's just, I mean, you can feel it as a, A little punch in your stomach, or a hit on your solar plexus, (laughs) or a (laughs) nauseating feeling, however you to describe it, right? And um, I thought it was enough for me to feel that, but more and more it becomes clear to me that I had to state my lack of consent, and that is enough to create um, a shield of, you know, a different experience. Absolutely
1: going all in on this new earth we are creating and birthing and all in on that frequency of, like, no matter what it looks like in a particular circumstance, I am completely resolved with what I know to be right and true for me, you know, in this moment. Yeah.
0: And when you say, yeah. When you say right, it makes me think of what I realized was wrong for me. And that was my own coming home to myself, that I could spend many years pretending to avoid certain things that did not feel right to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I couldn't, I'm going to say it in a really simple matter. Hey, you, can't, you, can't, you can't polish a turd. And for me to recognize that certain things were just turds and I couldn't polish to make it look cute or to like pretend that they didn't smell awful, you know, but to realize that and to really just call a spade a spade yeah, and just to name it for what it was and just be like that. I'm not participating. It's shit and it stinks. It's shit and it stinks. And that's part of the game that we play here, the duality, right? Those polarities, because that's what brings in the balance and, Before I felt like I could avoid that and just kind of be Mm -hmm. neutral and just, you know, and I had a really hard time with this concept of a neutral mind and what would that look like. And I really deeply feel now that once you understand certain things for what they are and how things operate, it's easier to reposition yourself in that space where you're not completely... um, Defined by it, but you're also not recognized in it. And you know that that's not you. And I think that I had a hard time with that for a long time because I felt like I was putting things outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And I finally came to realize that, you know, there are games and there are things that are happening that I'm not a part of. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> totally.
1: And, I, you know, um, it brings up this idea of like a spiritual fantasy right that I think yes some on, on that path have experienced myself as well and this you know trying to polish the turd like well we can come at it from a very beautiful place of love and passion and I'm going to I want to take that turd and I want to dip it in some gold you know and I really I just want to put it on my shelf and love it so much and then maybe one day it won't be a turd anymore you know that kind of thing it's like I, and I totally get it, right? Because we, I mean, love, unconditional love and this pure love space and all of that. It's where everything comes from, of course. But like you said, it's, it's, it's like that place is more neutral and, and where we can be when we see everything is more neutral, we're just coming at it from different. Now, now we can see the turd and we're not trying to gold cover, cover the turd in anything, but shit, that's just it's what it is. And that's its job. Its job is to be shit.
0: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm here for. Yes,
1: and we can we can go. Thank you for that. Thank you for showing us that we don't want that and we are not that.
0: Exactly. And say
1: no to that. I don't want any more shit on it. (laughs) So I'm totally reminded of the emoji we send back to each other: the toilet paper that's spreading the the shit on it. (laughs) That's my favorite emoji. Ever in the
0: history of ever in the whole world. That one is. That one is. Yeah, (laughs) that's the best. One is top five. Yeah. For sure. I'm just
1: spreading it all over me and happy
0: <laughs> happy right it's
1: happy so happy so, happy. so we're not that, doing that anymore no <laughs> that's not what we're doing
0: yeah so I love
1: that I love the analogy and I think it's helpful for people to say it's okay to say no
0: yes that's not
1: that's not, that's not me that's not what I want I'm gonna go over here and I was just talking to a friend about this who she had some family over and the whole family had gotten the the injection and she's she's they've been
0: they've been medicalized
1: they've been medicalized yep and gotten the gene therapy and she felt well because her that one of the family members made kind of a big deal that she wasn't doing it and all that and Mm. she just said no I'm you know we don't need to talk about it this this, this is what's happening and she felt the separation Mm. you know she felt this experience or sense of separation and then and, you know, and she's like, it just doesn't feel good. I'm like, yeah, I know it, it's, it's not a separation because there's no way that we're all, we all come from source, right? There is no separation. However, there are different frequencies and it's just not a match. And so it's relevant for us, for me to feel into what feels aligned. And it always been that way. This isn't anything new. Yeah. Right. This is always like, do I want to hang out with those people? Do I feel good when I'm with these folks? It doesn't, you know, medicalized or not. It's what is the, what is the pull? What is it? Is it expanding? Is it contracting? Right. That's still the most important thing, regardless yeah. of any of the mind or physical stuff. So.
0: Yeah. And I find myself sometimes wanting to. create a bigger space that can contain it all with this broader um shall i say perception like you were saying and it's you move from this space of fantasy or the fantasy of control of that kind of dominion over something else Yeah, and you move from that into a space of kind of recognizing and allowing that the roles are being played the game is being played and we are helping each other Ramdas has that book we're walking each other home or something yes. like that yeah and so through those through the contrast it's also where we find um our hidden treasures yes. sometimes when confronted with atrocities and things that are able to show ourselves what we're truly made out of. Yeah. So um, allowing for that and also becoming more and more clear in your own dominion of what it is that you truly are. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think in the beginning of that, to me personally, there, were, there was a lot of fear from recognizing this level of disconnection and and, and in vi- a really low vibration, let's just say a frequency yep. a really low frequency um versus just like oh that well, that's what that is, yeah, and just just you know yeah. you can't you can't you can't tune into that frequency if you're not that that somehow, yeah. so just you know letting people find what their frequencies are either by <laughs> programming you know by yeah sovereign recognition or whatever, but just really allowing and giving everybody the dignity of where they're at. Yeah. And it, it, at a moment like this, you know, some may argue that that's complacent and how could you? And to me, it's the space that I found my most deepest reverence for everyone's journey yeah. and respect.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that I have also over this past year, that has been a journey for me as well and learning deeper and deep, that deeper and deeper. And it doesn't mean that if you don't, if you feel to say something, say something. You know, if there's a conversation you feel to have, have it. I certainly had that conversation with, you know, a very dear one and and a handful of others um, to the extent that I could in the moment. Um, But then it becomes clear when there's an opening and when there's not. You know and and that's the free will piece. Well, it's kind of free will <laughs> on their part. <laughs> it's an appearance of free will. I don't I, I personally don't believe there's complete free will um, with that level of conditioning and 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 for me, it was a shock. It was a huge shock to this to my system that there were so many who could on such a deep level, just, and just Just go along, you know, it was just like, and I still, I hear of people that are kind of going along with it that I've known for many years who felt to me very connected to themselves in a certain way. And just like, uh, it's a shock. And then it's a reminder of what you're talking about that, well, that is exactly what is right for them because that's what they have chosen, whether they have full free will or not. And that's going to be their path. And that is okay. And it's actually perfect somehow for them, you know, doesn't mean it can't break your heart. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it
0: it does. Especially when it comes
1: to the children. For me, it's, um,
0: we can do a whole episode on breaking the heartbreak. My heart breaks every day. And I think that if it doesn't, I mean, there is a disconnect. I mean, if yep. you're going through the world right now and your heart's not breaking at some moments, you're not really connected. Because and the reason I say this is even with this inner knowing, in this peace, in this acceptance, yeah, and respect, I found it to be great respect for people, their soul's journey, their you know life um, trajectory. my heart breaks every moment, every moment. And sometimes I have to be, I have to create stories about it. So it's easier for me to cope with the heartbreak and the grief. Um, And I do it totally consciously. And I'm, I tell myself, well I'm telling this story because it makes me feel a little better about everything that's happening. Um, But to me, that was one of the ultimate freedoms. Um, it was to recognize that I'm not here to save anybody. Mm-hmm. I can be a way shower, you know, okay, just how I live them. my life and, you know, my own choices and how I choose to do things and, mm-hmm. and that frequency alone, if people are ready to tune into that, they will, and if they're That's not, right. again, like you said, it's okay. And it's okay, and mm-hmm. we love them unconditionally.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't have to love that frequency.
0: <laughs> no, we
1: don't have to love the turd because the turd stinks, and I don't want to. Turd is a
0: turd. Doesn't matter if I you paint it pleasure. gold. <laughs> yeah, if you cover <laughs> it in chocolate, and, and it's, it's it's still a, third. It's still right? a turd. It's a turd. Yeah, turd
1: is, is a turd. Is third. a turd. Yeah,
0: and that recognition and just calling it for what it is, too. It's it's yeah. liberating you know yeah isn't it? i realized that wow I, I hadn't done that in a long time because yeah. i was always again that fantasy yeah kind uh, of just make it oh it's okay. yeah it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. and it's fine and this is good and they, they don't yeah. know whatever that thing is and it's like no, no that's a turd that's a turd, I, I, see the turd I will turd. not yeah and i would not participate in that third party nope <laughs> That's the best one of the whole episode. I will not participate in that third party? <laughs> it's that emoji, right? The That's toilet good. paper just. Yeah, really the third party. The See, how, can you, just- how can you take that happiness away? We're talking about this really funny little moving emoji where the toilet paper is rubbing um, <laughs> the, poop on the shelf and it's really <laughs> happy. Um, and, and so it's like. Right? It's oh that's so profound. How can you take that party away from somebody if right. they're deeply yes. captivated by that party? Yes. I and might just say, to say that that's, that's a turd.
1: That's a turd. And we can see it and if they don't see it, yeah, we don't They're not supposed, supposed to hate. see it as a they're turd. They're not supposed to see it. They can stand in line for their thing and get be so excited like they're at Disneyland or something and that is their turd party that it's not that we own. see it as
0: their third party, they would be the seeing it as a completely different thing, and yeah. that's okay. And that's okay, and that's okay. I think that I think that the take from this episode, whenever we find ourselves confused or rejoiced in the glory of the clarity of who we truly are. Whatever that is, we can always um, soothe ourselves with, and that's okay. Oh, they're doing that, and that's okay. You know, to just remind ourselves of this space of, I do believe there is a divine order. And that it may look very jumbled up very, you know, obscure at times, but there's something that's greater, that's have been, have been orchestrated and we're seeing things play out in a way in the mystery of so much. So I that's- continue to try to find in myself a bigger space, a softer space to remind myself that I may think I know some things, but ultimately I don't. And that's all okay. And I can just, again, tap back moment to moment to my inner world, my inner space, my connection to know what works for me and what doesn't, and just follow that.
1: Absolutely. And that word mystery is just so, I think it's so beautiful and never not a welcome word, is to remember that we are in a great mystery. We really are. And just to be in awe. That alone is sufficient nurturing to me. It's just like, oh, right? We are, and we can have our feelings and our nose, and what we say is not. What we say is not. We don't want the turd, and we want. We want this thing, and and now we're gonna get on with it, and we're gonna get excited about the space we are here to be and hold, because that's why we came to this beautiful planet. <laughs> mm. You know, amongst whatever else is going on right now.
0: So, so rejoice in the mystery. That's what I have to remind myself with some of the stories I have to tell myself. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately just soften the knowings. Yes. And also know that, you know, feelings and ideas and thoughts will come from, you know, distorted belief systems and all oh, of yeah. that too. So it's always a good opportunity to re-examine and soften and just, let things be what they are.
1: And have fun with, because we certainly do have our distortions and our, but no, we laugh, you know, we always talk about how much we laugh together about all these things. And I think, you know, just finding folks you can laugh about the absurdity of everything with is so good. Because it is, in the end, it can seem really serious. And I know on some level it is. <laughs> But it's also really hilarious, right a lot of ways, you know it's just like
0: find the humor where you can, yeah, find it where you can.
1: Let me close out with um this little ditty that I did if
0: you yeah. if that's okay that is okay. We <laughs> just learned right she's gonna close out with the ditty that she did, and that's okay,
1: and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we'll okay. be
0: practicing. It's yeah. yet
1: to, to, to be determined if it's a turd, but I don't think so. <laughs> you got <guys laughs> the judge of that. You can be the judge of that. It's called Nature Knows. Mm. Nature ebbs and flows, contracts and expands. She doesn't think about growing the flowers. She doesn't know what's happening next. She is simply herself. She doesn't plan for the future. It just happens because she knows who she is. She's connected to her source. Nature doesn't need to tell herself how great she is or have an epic month. Nature is epic. And you can go ahead and replace all those nature she her with I, me, myself. I actually did that post on my Instagram so you can follow me at Tara Long if you'd like. So you can see it and replace it with those I, me, myself. See how that feels.
0: Mm, I love that. Mm. Yeah. Yes, we are the seeds. And we have all the imprint of everything. And everyone has experienced that. The synchronicities, the things that seem to fall into place. That's just, yeah. it's just the seed blossoming and it has yeah. all the guidelines and all the little details about how to do it. It just we just have to get out of the way and let it yeah do its it thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.
1: Thank you, everyone. Much love.